Hello, everybody. I am so excited and grateful to the Lord for allowing us another opportunity to come and share and be with you all another week. Well, we got an interesting one today. <laughs> Very interesting topic that I want to share with you all on is emotional temptation. Yeah. Emotional temptation. Wow. That the just the name of that is like, wow, what in the world is emotional temptation? And it's pretty self-explanatory. It's temptation uh, that is brought about uh, through the avenues of your emotions. So we're going to be going to Matthew chapter four. We're going to look at simply verses three and four. Matthew chapter four, verses three and four. Now, it says this, and I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. It says this in verse three. Then the tempter came to entice him to provide food by doing a miracle. So he said to Jesus, how can you possibly be the son of God and go hungry? Just order these stones to be turned into loaves of bread. Verse four. He answered, the scriptures say, bread alone will not satisfy. But true life is found in every word which constantly goes forth from God's mouth. Now, <laughs> Let's dig into this. First of all, Satan here, this is Jesus Christ in the wilderness. And Satan here is coming to tempt Jesus. One of the very first areas of temptation uh, in the wilderness that Jesus experienced was emotional temptation. As you can see in verse 3, Satan wanted him to act on his emotions, not on his obedience to God. Let me tell you, listen at how he says this. Listen at how he manipulates words and conversations to attempt to get Jesus to become emotional. He says here, how can you possibly be the son of God and go hungry? So, here Satan is egging him, as we used to call it. He's, he's uh, uh, using words to try to get Jesus emotional. You know, uh, in, in, in school, children taunt and make fun of kids, you know, saying, well, if you beg and bag, knock this a stick off my shoulder. Okay. Same thing happened with Job. Job's friends said, if, if you really, you know, uh, belong to God, if, if, if you really have a relationship with God, why don't you, why doesn't he heal you? Same thing happened with Jesus on the cross. If you really are the son of God, come down and save yourself. Here, uh, 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 uh Satan is using words, uh, taunting him, using crafty words to get Jesus in an emotional state so that he can act out of emotion, not following after 
the will of God. Do you all realize that people make emotional decisions simply because of uh, just like this? There's a lot of things that we've gotten into. We've bought cars because somebody said, oh, child, you ain't going to get no car like that. And again, we make these rash decisions based off of our emotions. Hmm. Here, Satan is tempting uh, 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 Jesus uh, to act out something based on the words that he heard. God did not tell Jesus to turn stones into bread. Okay. Jesus in this situation was not going to allow Satan to push him into prematurely showing his power. How many things have you gotten into prematurely simply because of your emotions? Lord, how how many times have you been pushed into things? How many have you ever gotten married because you were pushed emotionally? Why? Because you thought you couldn't make it financially, and your emotions told you you need to get with somebody so you can make sure you're taken care of. Do you get what I'm saying? A lot of times. Uh, uh, the enemy will use things that we see, things that we hear to get us to prematurely push something that is not ready to be birthed. Oh my, there's a lot of us who have gotten into ministries, gotten into situations, gotten into jobs because you pushed something that was premature. Mm, good God. And you're wondering why it's not surviving. You're wondering why it, it, it's so hard. It's hard trying to provide for a premature thing. It's hard. So what I love about this, and this is what you have to see, because let's get to uh, uh, the, the nitty gritty here is how, how did Jesus get the victory over this. First of all, y'all saw that he spoke the word of God. He says, bread alone without satisfy, but true life is found in every word that constantly goes from the mouth of God. First thing is Jesus was content with the timing of God. Okay. Again, if there was not a contentment in his heart, Jesus would have tried to prove himself. A lot of us do the same thing because we're not content with our current state. We don't feel like we are where we need to be. So when temptation, emotional temptations come, we feel like we got to prove our anointing. We feel like we got to prove that we're somebody. But when you find contentment in God, a lot of times you won't have to ride on your emotions. When I looked up in the Webster Dictionary what it means, it means to be satisfied in your mind. Mm. Think about that. To be satisfied in your mind. It also means to stop opposition. Wow. Let me pause right there. So, so to be content actually stops opposition. Do you see this very thing happen to Jesus? Because he was content in the timing of God, because he did not ride on his emotions, uh, he was able to 
stop the enemy dead in his tracks. To be content means to make easy a situation. It was easy for Jesus to move on from this because he had contentment in his heart. There's a lot of opposition that we face that would ease and let up if you had a content mindset. Now, because of that contentment, he was able to say, bread alone will not satisfy, but the true true life comes with every word, every word out of the mouth of God. Meaning, if you really dig down and look at what Jesus Christ is saying, he's saying, it's not about what I do, but it's about my obedience. It's about me obeying Every word that God is giving and speaking to me, it's about obedience. Now, the deal is this, as I end right here for today, if Jesus would have acted out, if he would have acted on his emotions and turned that bread, those rocks into bread, there is no way he would have been able to feed the five or the 10,000. Remember, he also multiplied bread. He also did almost the exact miracle that Jesus is, that, that Satan is trying to get him to do prematurely. Okay. The deal is if he would have did that, when it came to feeding the five and the 10,000, it could have possibly been altered by the people's opinions. He would have then become bound by people. He would have given into what Satan had said, Satan's temptation to reproduce, to uh, prematurely show his power, then guess what? People would have been able to influence him later on in his ministry. You talking about the disciples would have came to him talking about the people hungry. He would have always been bound by people. And He would not be able to turn our stony hearts into living bread as well. I thank God that Jesus did not make emotional decisions. Even though he was here in the flesh, his flesh did not give in to the temptations of the devil. It's the same way with us. We we always talk about we're under demonic attack, that Satan is attacking us. Sometimes it's not necessarily Satan attacking you. It may be the temptation that you give into. A lot of times there's a temptation to get upset and, and, and to act out of anger. Satan is not causing you to choose to act out. You do that because you give in to the temptation of your emotions. Satan does not uh, put anxiety and worry on you. You give in to the temptation of God is not going to provide that things are the way that it appears. No way. Jesus did not give in to his. He did not ride the wave of his emotions. He did not care about the opinion or what Satan was trying to get him to do. He obeyed God. He found contentment in doing what God had called him to do. Again, if you can get into a place of contentment, again, I'll tell you what it means. Contentment is to be satisfied in your mind. When you can get your mind satisfied that 
I'm going to serve God. I'm going to do what God has called me to do, no matter what. When you can get into that place of contentment, there will be a cease in the opposition because that's what contentment means. It means to stop opposition. There's a lot of you that are going through, through life, through uh, the temptation of the enemy because there is not a contentment mindset. If you want to win the victory over the enemy who is attacking psychologically, meaning through your emotions, I challenge you to get into a, a place of contentment with God and watch the opposition cease. All right, that is it for me for this week, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please share, share this podcast, I can't even say it, podcast (laughs) with your family and friends. And thank you so much for all of your support. I'll see you again next week. 